the letters of the Bible. We're going through the letter to the Corinthians from Paul, the first letter of the Corinthians. We've gotten up to chapter 2. Today we're going to read chapter 2 and we're going to talk about an overview of chapter 2. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. As we go through this second chapter of the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching words was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world, that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that loved him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what a man knoweth, the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. That's the second chapter 
And Paul is continuing from the first chapter, which Paul had been told that there was a lot of problems in the church at Corinth to the point of the people at the church. There was divisions going on and people of the world and worldly wisdom, which we found out in our studies of chapter one, were people connected to the Jewish religious system and people connected to the world. And so the church people, you had this division going on and the true servant of God was not being listened to and being spoken badly about. And that's why we're in chapter two, continuing, Paul is continuing that thought process that there's a problem that the people have in division because they're listening to human wisdom. So that's what's going on here. And one of the biggest things that we're going to learn in chapter two, which is a very small chapter, by the way, is Paul continues to remind the Corinthians that there is a difference between flesh wisdom and spiritual wisdom. Another thing Paul does is he intrigues us or piques our curiosity or entices us with a little preview of what he will be writing about by using the words hidden and mystery. Because if you know anything about the first book of the Corinthians, there is a lot of hidden and mystery written in the book, especially towards the end. Paul tells us not all can hear these things. That's very important. We're going to go into that. Paul tells us the only way that a human can understand these things is if they have access to the Holy Spirit. Paul ends the chapter with an interesting phrase. He uses two things. He says, he uses the term, the mind of the Lord, which of course is talking about God and the mind of Christ, which is talking about Jesus. And so again, he shows us, which he showed us in chapter one, that Jesus and God are not the same. Jesus is not God. Jesus is the son of God. So Jesus is different than God is. Now, a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. And that is examples, one in particular, of something that I was told, and, and I also, I posted it on Facebook, a question having to do with two drunks going to a uh, Bible study, and they were interrupting the Bible study the whole time, and then they had a, quote, altar call, which they have every time they have this particular Bible study, and the two drunks went down to the altar to, quote, be saved. Now, 
if you are drunk, and this is what Paul's going to talk to us about when we do the second chapter in more detail next time. When you're drunk, the only spirit that you can listen to is evil spirits or your human spirit. You can't listen to the spirit of God. And the only way you can receive the truth about Jesus and him crucified and what he did for us is if the spirit of God is the one telling you. And since if a drunk person can't hear the spirit of God, they can only hear the evil spirit or the human spirit, then obviously these two drunks going down to do an altar call had nothing to do with God. You see, God doesn't work that way. And, and so what was it? Why did they go down to do the altar call? Well, it's pretty simple. They had connection with their human spirit. And the altar calls are always done with fear. So what happens is, I call it fire insurance. If you don't get saved, you're going to burn in hell and be suffering forever and ever on fire. Now, <laughs> you won't find that anywhere as a way to get people that that's what they did here in the New Testament. Never ever is. You understand? It's not the way you get people to become a part of the kingdom of heaven. So their human spirit could hear the fire insurance words, pain, suffering. Yes. Drunk people can understand that. Oh, I don't want to burn and hurt forever. So well, this guy says me come down here and he'll take that away so I don't have to worry about it. That has nothing to do with Jesus. It has nothing to do with the gift of God. It is the way the evil spirits and the human spirits get to, quote, join the church, which, of course, is part of the problem here in the Corinths. They had people there that were not following the Spirit of God. So that's what Paul is going to tell us here. And the second thing he's going to tell us is about mysteries and wisdom of hidden things. Now, let me tell you a second story. And I wasn't sure why, because I tried to actually do this recording many days ago, um, but my microphone kept messing up and I couldn't get it to work and do what I wanted it to do. And there was a reason for that. And the reason was because there was another story I had to tell you. 
in this story had to do with mystery and hidden wisdom that those that have eyes to see and ears to hear um, are able to understand if they have ears to hear and eyes to see, if they want to listen to the Spirit of God. Just because you're a believer and you have the ability to hear the Spirit of God does not mean that you will hear the Spirit of God. You see, your flesh spirit is very powerful and it can cause you to um it can cause you to not want to listen to the spirit of god to the things that god wants you to know first of all let me tell you a little story and this is what happens, or happened, I should say. Last week, God had, through his spirit, shown me something that was amazing. And then, after I studied it for a while spirit of god told me to ask a couple of my fellow christians people that are um you know studying the bible with me to do what i did and what i told them to do was Take the Bible and look up the earth. Look up what the Bible tells us about the earth itself. And what God tells us in the Bible about the earth. And I said, as you go through the Bible and through the places where things are mentioned regarding the earth itself, not what's on the earth, people and, you know, and things and stuff like that, and mountains and all that. Not what's on the earth, but about the earth itself. And the Bible has a lot of information concerning the earth itself. And I said, once you do that, draw a picture of what you see. Draw a picture of the earth as the Bible talks about it. You know, what it is that you see. Wouldn't be hard, I'm not an artist, but I did it myself. And and so I, you know, I, I told them to do it. Um, and they both did, you know, eagerly went to find out what the Bible said, well, one of the people, um, as far as I know up to this point, um, which has been a few days now, 
one of the people started to see the truth, started to see what the Bible actually was saying. And then all of a sudden, they unfriended me on Facebook again. <laughs> that happens, you know, all the time when the, with this particular person who, if they don't like something, the truth that they're hearing, they, you know, block their ears. And so how do you block your ears on Facebook? You unfriend the person. <laughs> it's, it's the way that this particular person does it. And every time they come back and they say, I was so, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I was uh, wrong and I didn't want to see the truth and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's called fear in the flesh in control, which happens a lot with, um, with humans. And this particular study is very, very powerful and could be, could be for people who are not really as connected to God as they think they are, could be very scary. I mean, could be very scary. And that's what happened with this person. They got a little bit of the truth and it scared them. And not only did they remove me from Facebook, but they removed any friends that we had in common, meaning blocked any friends, because there's a difference from if you like are a person's friend and you just deactivate your account, the person can still see your account and Facebook tells you that this account has been dis deactivated and you can still see them as your friend because you were friends. And so that tells you that they deactivated the account. But when someone blocks you, but still has their Facebook account, then what happens is when you're in a conversation, um, private message, the private message will say, you can't respond to this message. <laughs> so, and then of course, when you click on their name, it doesn't give you anything. It's blacked out. That's what happened. And it also happened to a mutual friend of ours. So not only did they block me, which is, you know, normal, but they blocked anybody that's connected to me that we know mutual friends. And I think we only had one. And the other thing, which was their method of operation, they've done it before to me, they shut their phone off. They were not taking calls anymore. Now, it is quite possible that it was my number, because I think you can do that with phones now, is that you can block someone, a number that you know from being able to contact you and, or, you know, they need a phone, you know, 
because that's it just you know that's their job and they have things to do so their phone can't be disconnected and I tried over a few days and so their phone can't be disconnected it has to do with blocking the number so they don't see that's what when the Bible talks about a believer who puts their fingers in their ears and they block their ears they don't want to hear you no 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 don't tell no that that's, that's what it's talking about that's the response from a christian that is really really scared and it's sad but it's okay it's it's the way that you know you have to understand things. And the reason why God had me wait to do this particular part of letters of the Bible is because I need to understand that not every Christian, and you need to understand it as much as I do, not every Christian can handle the mysteries that are actually in the Bible. They can't handle it. They're not spiritually strong enough. And they need to be spiritually mature. Now, in this particular case, this person here, I know the things that they have been going through and gone through and spiritually, I mean, and they're, they're able to, you know, have this kind of a thing. Uh, happen to them and then you know ultimately down the road they will come to their you know right mind and God will talk to them and all that but not and I could do that because you know I know this person and have known them for years and I know what type of a person they are the point is that sometimes a mystery or hidden things in the Bible are hidden because most can't handle it. And the only thing that I will say, besides what I've said, is that if you've ever watched the movie The Matrix, when you come to reality, and this has nothing to do with the Matrix, by the way. It's just if you watch the movie, you know the, the difference between what you perceive to be what's around you and what the truth is to what really is maybe completely different. And so that completes 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, Overview, until next time.